Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. Now, at a recent joint policing committee, it's a, a committee that gets together of uh, Limerick City and County Councillors, the Carty and uh, others, uh, the apparent cocaine epidemic in Limerick was uh, discussed. And uh, Councillor Emmett O'Brien, independent Limerick City and County Councillor, is uh, on the line. Uh, good morning to you, Emmett. How are you doing? Morning. Now, Emmett, you were uh, pretty adamant, I believe, at that joint policing committee that we do indeed have a cocaine epidemic. Yes, I was indeed. Um, and to be honest with you, the, the joint policing committee restored my faith in that of my fellow councillors because what I've been seeing over the last few weeks on, on Twitter is these councils getting excited about whether they're going to pedestrianise them O'Connor Street or not, and whether with bicycles on O'Connor Street, which is all kind of all very interesting. But what we're dealing with really here is serious practical issues of life and death. And I have said it uh, since, at a minimum since last September, 12 months, where I, I brought it up at a previous JPC meeting and a subsequent JPC meeting in May, and I had to bring it up again on this occasion because on a repeated basis, I'm hearing from people on the street and people that I meet every day that there is still a continuing huge problem with cocaine and nothing has been done about it. And the perception is that the drug dealers and the drug users of cocaine, which is a really horrendous drug, is being is not being tackled and drug dealers are getting away scot-free. People on the street know who these drug dealers are um, and very little has been done and a lot of questions are being asked. It got to the point really, Joe, where uh, you know, I go for an occasional quiet pint, and uh, I used to be hassled about the issue by friends of mine. Uh, and they're saying, "What's going on? Why? Why are? Why? Why isn't anything been happen? Uh, being being done? Why are people driving around in high powered cars with limited resources? What is the answer? Why isn't it being dealt with?" So I raised it last September, twelve months. I got criticised for raising it from some people, in, in, in some powerful people in the Bertrand Cummins. But gradually, people are starting to accept that this is a huge problem. And I'm glad to see that Councillor Quinlan, or Deputy Quinlan, and Deputy General Sullivan, and pretty much all the other councillors supported my statement that there is a huge problem with recreational drug use, but in particularly the amount of drugs that have been dealt with possession with intent to supply by dealers, and that little has been done. And that was reflected in the huge increase in um, seizures of drugs for for possession and use in the in the JPC mm. statistics, so it's a kind of a worrying development. But, but can I just ask why cocaine over and above other drugs? If you're pointing to cocaine as at epidemic proportions, well, look, there's as well you know yourself, Joe. There's, there's always going to be a certain element of drug use throughout the city and the county of all drugs across the grade. I know heroin was very serious problem a number of years ago, but it, it seems that in the last number of years that perhaps with an increase in money in the economy, I don't know anything about it in real terms, but that there's the word in the street, the anecdotal evidence suggests that there's a huge increase in cocaine, particularly, I said, between the ages of 18 and 30, but upon being questioned about it, the Chief Superintendent said that this goes across all ages, right up to people in their 50s and 60s. So, you know, th- this is something that we need to address. 
And, and how how openly is it being traded, cocaine, across Limerick City and County, in your view? Well, luckily, I know absolutely nothing about recreational drug use. The, the most I've ever done was, was drink a pint of Guinness myself. But from what I've been told by people, constituents, by friends, by people in the street, that it's being used very frequently, that in some cases it's been openly dealt with in bars, not, may I add, with the, the knowledge of um, the publicans, but because there's a, a brazen element going into to pubs and because the Garda Shikana forces don't seem to be there. And a major bugbear of mine, and Councillor Sheehan reflected on it the other day, is that the amount of resources that's going into, for example, the road traffic police. There's going to be a huge increase in road traffic police numbers over the next number of years. Now, it's all going to find stopping, you know, young mums dropping their kids to school in the morning, plumbers, plasters, carpenters going to work and van drivers, you know, for driving 61 and a 50. That's all very important. But I would prefer more resources, more money, and more foot soldiers, so to speak, more guardy in the crime office and in detecting where the drugs are coming and who those drug dealers and suppliers are. Well, can I just point out, you are now the third councillor in three days on the Limerick Today show. Councillor Kevin Sheehan on Monday, Councillor Frankie Daly yesterday, and now you, Councillor Emmett O'Brien, to question policing when it comes to road traffic offences. Yeah, well, listen, I mean, I've been saying this for a number of years. Um, You always seem to see, you know, road traffic in the easy places where they get, you know, the easy revenue collection streams, you know, where there's a high volume of people dropping kids to school, whether there's people going to work, you rarely see it in other places where there's less revenue. Now, maybe I'm picking up on the signals the wrong way, but that's the perception that I'm getting from talking to people, constituents, that there seems to be an overemphasis on certain areas and an overemphasis on revenue collection. Now, that's fine, and we obviously have to police the, the roads, and there obviously has to be uh, proper policing for road traffic legislation. That's accepted. You know, is it to the detriment of other areas or should more resources be put into serious crime? Because the effect of cocaine drug use, and I've been told the effect it has had on young children is that, and young men, is that they leave sport, they leave jobs, it destroys families, it destroys careers. And whatever about the actual physical damage that cocaine does to a body in itself, it's the collateral damage that it does to societies you know, rows escalate, uh, things that could be very simple, you know, blow off into or out of all proportion. There's a disproportionate response. And there's a kind of an arrogant element to the drug as well. There's a perception that, sure, look, it's just recreation. I'll use it at the weekend and sure, it's fine. But how many lives have been destroyed before a person actually snorts a line of cocaine or does whatever they do with cocaine? Between Colombia or whatever country it's met in, to get to Ireland, how many thousands, hundreds of lives have been destroyed, people have died, people have trafficked until that line of cocaine goes into a person's nose. Yeah. You know, and I'm appealing to people who think that it's just a bit of fun having cocaine to think of the huge consequences that that decision they make okay. in terms of the life they destroy and the, the huge trauma that it places on our local community in terms of right. young, uh, men, I, young women leaving sport 
leaving school, destroying their Fine. careers. I, I know you're under a small bit of time pressure this morning, um, Councillor Edmund O'Brien. Thank you for joining us. I just want to ask you. you one other question, oh, yeah. because as you know, um, it has been making the headlines here at Live 95 this morning and uh, elsewhere in the media over the last 24 hours. And I, I don't um, intend to get into the names of every individual involved. Live 95 News um, outlined that. But almost €340,000 in retirement payments have been paid out to former Limerick councillors who left local politics last May and uh, that's under freedom of information figures have been released. What would you say to voters and the public about those payouts? Um, I, I, to be honest with you, I didn't even hear that this morning. I was, I was rushing um, I was rushing to get into my car to, to, to go to work. But uh, yeah, that's been something that's been there for a long period of time. I think it's been brought in by previous governments and this is there. I suppose it's a, it's a reflection and a thank you, so to speak, of the service put in. And I look, for example, there, John Gilligan, who was a fantastic uh, councillor there for 30-odd years, you know. So um, I don't know what the rates are. I didn't hear it. I haven't a clue. But I think that's something that's been there for quite some time. And, um, you know, it's, it's an acknowledgement of the service. Well, the payments ranged from €9,000 up to €71,400 in gratuity payments, depending, as you say, on length of service and the like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I said, that seems to be a rate set by either this government or previous governments which have been there for some time and um, other than that I didn't even know that was there to be honest with you until I heard it this morning All right, I just wanted to ask you about that as well Thank you very much for joining us this morning on both of those uh, issues That's Councillor Emmett O'Brien Independent Councillor who says there is a cocaine epidemic uh, in Limerick I want to talk to Sinn Féin TD Morris Quinlevin for Limerick City in a couple of minutes uh, time Uh, I also want to hear what you have been saying uh, to us we went uh, out and about to ask you about the drugs issue and I'll do that after this short break You've just heard from Independent Councillor Emmett O'Brien backing up what he said at a recent Joint Policing Committee meeting that there is a cocaine epidemic in Limerick and it needs more Garda resources. Well, Live 95's Nikki Anderson went out and about to ask Limerick Today listeners on the street what they thought when it comes to the drug issue in Limerick. Yes, I do think there's a problem with drugs in Limerick. There's people dying from drugs and all that stuff, overdosing and everything. Um, yes, I do think there's a drug problem in Limerick. I think that it's become way too normalised. There is a lot of drugs around here, like, it just depends on the people. Definitely, yeah. I do, yes. And what would you think is the most commonly used drug? Uh, I'd say weed, like, because, you know, like, it's probably the cheapest around, so... I think it's kind of hard to know. I'd say probably, like... MD or yolks or just because they're so cheap I think that's what people go for more so and they're probably the worst things you could take like for your mental health and everything it's just again I think it comes down to like a lot of young people they don't know like what they're taking they're just going to go for the cheapest because that's what they can afford and they're just not really like educated on it not that I would recommend any drugs but like I just think that people are just way too uneducated and just going for the cheap stuff and not actually thinking about it the fact it's actually drugs like these are the same things we grew up being told not to take and now it's just normalized i'd say probably weed weed or cocaine or somewhere around there anyway weed or cocaine definitely yeah possibly weed does it worry you at all that more and more people are using drugs well not really no it just depends on people's own it's pe- it's pe- it's people's own choice like you know if they want to do it or not like so you know like not really but like on nights out like your chances of getting spiked are very high like it's definitely like you're more guarded on a night out like i'm not really seeing it as i'm a fella so you know it's kind of it's kind of more one-sided situation yeah it does scare me because like obviously i've i've two younger sisters as well and 
one of them has just started college so like it's kind of relevant now like as well for me but yeah I do worry about people because definitely it's becoming like more popular and like even you can see like I, I think it's like people are starting to go out younger and like then they're gonna start doing drugs younger and like they just you just don't know enough none of us know enough about drugs as it is like it's never going to be a safe like recreational thing to do uh, yes it does because you wouldn't know if it could be in then like in anything you know because people could slip it in into anywhere like you know so if it's commonly around you'd obviously be worried about your health and safety as well like so yeah do you think there are any drugs that should be legalized um no because drugs usually lead to bad circumstances you know like there's definitely people wanting weed to be legal but like weed's not the worst of it so like wouldn't be that bad if weed was legal um, probably weed because it like you know good for you in some parts like it doesn't harm you like because it's a natural grown plant like you know so I do think weed should be legalized yeah, out of all drugs yeah weed it uh. <laughs> and do you think that colleges or secondary schools could do more to educate people on drugs just a good amount of education put towards substance abuse and stuff like that everyone in college is sort of like you know they slack off a bit like and then everyone somehow ends up doing it i think maybe college is more so because i know when i was in secondary school we did have someone come in and give us a talk on drugs and like like basically not using drugs but if you do use drugs it's how to be safe about it but at that stage like drugs was not a thing like in secondary school it's when you go to college so i think maybe it could be an idea like to make I don't know how they'd go about it, but I guess it was, like, compulsory in, like, lectures or orientation week or something if someone came in and just, you know, I guess refreshed you on it. Personally, I don't think so because a lot of people try not to talk about, like, the more hardcore drugs as because it could do you bad effects. Like, education is not doing good enough for the drugs today, like, so. Very interesting views from Limerick Today listeners on the streets there chatting to Live 95's Nikki Anderson and Sinn Féin Limerick City TD Morris Quinlevin is on the line. Good morning to you, Morris. Good morning, Joe. Morning to your listeners. So not one person there that we chatted to didn't believe that there wasn't a drug problem in Limerick. Yeah, well, that would be the perception I would have as well, and I speak to people on a, on a daily basis. I was at that JPC meeting you spoke to earlier. I used the word epidemic as well, and the chief super agreed that was the word to use, especially around the issue of cocaine. Uh, it's presenting itself now, as I see, as the number one drug across the city. I've been involved in the Midwest region, regional drug and alcohol form for nearly 10 years at this stage. Um, we've seen different drugs at different times, but cocaine will be the number one drug that's presenting at the moment, and it's moved from where before it would be seen as more of a middle-class kind of recreational drug used by, at weekends and stuff. We're seeing younger people dealing with, or have, using it. We're seeing um, uh, college students quite a lot using it. We're seeing um, younger students at sc- secondary schools using it, all across the ages using, using cocaine at the moment. It's having a massive problem because it does cause um, psychotic incidents. Um, you know, you have aggressive people will be getting aggressive with each other for, for simple reasons um, and families then will notice this slowly with, with addiction with their, with their children you know missing them Monday going to school or going to college or going to going to work and progressively getting worse and then unfortunately many families end up with a sibling or a youngster um, who has a massive drug debt and the drug dealer is knocking on the door looking for the payment so it's a massive issue across right. the city and, and do you agree with Councillor O'Brien that Garda resources are not being directed appropriately he says there's too much going into traffic policing now, a lot of people would disagree with that a lot of people who've been affected by road deaths I'm sure would disagree with that but that's his view and it seems to be the view of some other councillors we've spoken to as well and not enough in dealing with this serious drugs problem. 
I think the problem we need to look at, and that's an issue I raised with the chief super as well. You know, we have a we have two problems that happen in Limerick where we have less guardy on the street. One is a diversion of officers to the road services, and I'm not saying that's the wrong thing to do. And we also have opened the new court complex, which has uh, deployed extra officers to be there because we're doing we're dealing with a lot more criminal cases. We didn't get any extra resources to do that. And the problem comes back to resources. For instance, I would deal mostly with um, you know I would ring the guardian on a regular basis, trying to get a response to. Specific incidents across the whole of the city, and it's always the same issue. There's no car available. There's no officers on, on duty. There's no one to respond. Um, a very slow response, and the guardian themselves are doing the best, the best, the best they can. But they can't be in two places at one time, and that's simply that is the problem. We don't have the number of guardians we should have. Where there's no um, plan in the future to give us some. There's the ones I understand coming out of Temple more the next batch out. We're not going to get any out of that, and. It's just that it's an ongoing issue, and we, I've been knocking doors over the last number of weeks. And the number one issue on the door is probably the the trolley in the hospital. But the second one is crime, and crime is cu- coming up the top of the list where people are concerned they're living in their own homes. And there is there is an issue around there or lack of response from Gary because they're, they're simply not there. There's simply not enough of them there. Right, we're chatting to Sinn Fein TD for Limerick City, Morris Quinlevin. Um, finally, Morris, uh, a combination of questions in one. Do you think there will be a Brexit deal today? Do you think that Stormont will be back up and running, which some people are suggesting is part of a comprehensive approach to the Brexit issue? And then do you think that uh, the Taoiseach will call a snap election? Uh, probably yes to all of them, but will there be a deal today? I'm not sure there will be a deal very soon, I would imagine. Now, whether Boris Johnson can get through, that through the UK Parliament, that's an issue for himself. But I think a deal will be done. And thankfully, that that is the best probably outcome for Ireland. Now, hopefully, hopefully we'll go to a ref- second referendum in England, and they will cop on and, and realise that their, their best future is to stay in the European Parliament. But look, that's a, in the European Union, but that's a decision for themselves. Um, Stormont will probably look. There's ongoing talks there. Um, there's issues that have to be resolved. Uh, I would hope Stormont was set up. We we want to set Stormont up. We did a deal with the DUP in 2017, and everybody will tell you there's one problem party in the north of Ireland is not Sinn Féin. The DUP are holding up progress there because they won't give ordinary people their rights that everybody is entitled to. Uh, they would have in the southern state and would have across England, Scotland and Wales. They need to have those same rights in the north of our country. And the third one is general election. I don't think anybody knows when the general election is going to be. It could be November, February or May. And, do you and I, think would, I wouldn't be rushing down to Paddy Powers and either of them. Right, I, really, right. I really don't know. Okay, I'm fine. And, and just, just to ask one other question, because it was interesting to hear Arlene Foster, the DUP leader yesterday, for the first time in a long time, talk about consent of both communities in the North, the nationalist community. Yeah, there, there's, been a, there's been a change there in the, in the wording from the DUP. The DUP have, you know... Uh, it's slowly dawning on them that the Orange State is gone and the Orange State is never coming back. And if they want to do a deal, they have to treat people with respect and with dignity and that everybody everybody in the state would be treated equally. And that is why Stormont hasn't been up and running for the last, what, over a thousand years now, which is incredible. But a thousand days. You, you, a thousand days, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it might feel like a thousand years, it feels but it's like a thousand, thousand days. years to us, in fairness, because <laughs> yeah. we actually do want, we do want to work in assembly. We do want to deliver for our people on this, you know, at the election. Yeah, no, I look, there, there, there's, I'm not going to get into it, but you know there's a counter view and all of that, but anyway, I, that's really not, I don't want to get in too much into that this morning. I just wanted to ask you those brief yeah. questions. Yeah. Listen, thank you very much for talking oh, to us this morning. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's uh, Sinn Féin, uh, Limerick City TD, Morris Quinlevin, on the cocaine epidemic, as he calls it as well, the drugs issue in general. And it seems that all of our contributors are saying that there needs to be a serious look at where Garda resources are being put into this issue. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.